Taste Better Podcast. Uh, hello, uh, it is uh, 8.40 right now. I am waiting outside of a grocery store in Streamwood. I'm stocking groceries today. Uh, actually tonight. I work overnights as well. Some of you may have known that. So Sunday through Wednesday after work I come here. Today is my second day on the job. My second day and I'm uh, super excited. Uh, I have my wits about me. I have uh, a lot of pizzazz. A lot of pizzazz to get through this day. God, I gotta stop burping on the podcast. Uh, I gotta contain it. I need to practice self-control so that way I don't uh, upset any of my sponsors, mainly. Uh, The sponsors, uh, you know, you can't have Belgian and burping and and all that going on in the podcast if they're gonna be like, listen, we're gonna pay you so much money, so much money, uh, if you don't burp, you know what I mean? So that's what it is. It's about professionalism. Uh, right now, I feel like I've, uh, like, if I was in high school right now, I would be making so much money. That's where, like, or, like, just out of school. If I worked as hard when I, like, graduated high school, man, dude, I'd I'd own a big house. I'd own a big house right now. Ah, well, I don't know. I have about 20 minutes before I have to go back in to work. Or not go back in, but go into work. My boss is uh, a guy with a ponytail. So that's neat, huh? Give it up for ponytails, horse's ass. He's kind of like one of those guys that's always worked night shift based on his uh, translucent complexion that he has. Um, He looks like he's graying more than he should for his age. And he looks uh, extremely alert but tired and exhausted by life. Not so much the job, but by life. Life has taken a toll on him. Not Not a harsh toll, but a toll that kind of made his hands like pudgier. Maybe his ankles are a little swollen, uh, but that kind of toll from eating a lot of like powdered cheese flavored things, uh, maybe soda, not enough water, which is something that I need to work on because I don't want to have swollen ankles when I'm three years older, which is, I don't know how old he is. He looks like he's in his late thirties. He kind of looks anemic, I'm going to be honest. Like, if he got hit with a tennis ball, like, everything would just be blacked out on him. Um, so, yeah, I feel pretty good. I think I'm going to reward myself pretty soon. Yeah, uh, for uh, getting all these jobs and actually kind of completing them. I quit the sign-waving job today. I quit it. Why? Because that would have mean I had seven jobs. That would have mean I had seven, uh, well, six part-time jobs and then one full-time job. So that's too much. And the one that I got rid of was the one where I sat on my ass the most. 
uh, and did nothing. It was driving me crazy. It would have been great for the podcast. It could have been horrible for the podcast, but I'm done with sign waving. Uh, I put in my two-week notice as a, a project manager uh there and uh i'm moving on i'm moving on with my life i'm not getting any more jobs i decided i'm going to stop i talked to my group counselor about it privately and he said you know brennan you do have a problem with compulsivity uh and i was just like how dare you i think you have a problem with speaking out of line sir just kidding he does a great job uh, he was concerned. He said that I would burn myself out. And he's like, I've seen it before, Brennan. Don't do it. I'm telling you, you don't need that many jobs. You don't have to go that fast and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't really feel like I'm going that fast. I feel like I'm doing what I want to be doing. And that's uh, compulsively working like an alcoholic. And that's like uh, what we're doing, you know. Instead of booze or whatever, it's just I like to get as many work hours as possible. Um, so yeah, um, I've always been this way, and now that I'm sober, I can do this, you know what I mean? I can actually, it's like, you know how some people are just like, I dream of Paris, and the arches, and the arts, and the, the fancy Kubrapa, or whatever, how do you say it, Kubrapa, Kubrapa, Kuchikaka, I don't know, but anyway, the Kubrapa of it all, and I'm like, I want a bunch of shitty jobs, and I want a couple of them for me to be a brainless fucking doofus. And that's this job right here. I get to be a brainless fucking ding-dong and uh, enjoy myself. You know what I should have done, though, before I did this? I should have done a sound check for myself to see if everything was going great. I want to do that real quick. So here's a break. Here's a sound check. Oop. Sound checked. It sounds good. All right. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I like this because it's like I have one of those jobs where people get to go like, like, why did you put it there? And I go, I don't know. And I just puke fucking stupidity in front of them. That's what I do. It's awesome. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about it. Like when I first got there, I, like... They're like, have you ever used a tape measure before? And I'm like, <laughs> uh, no, sir. Uh, I don't even know what my fingers do. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I've used a tape measure. I'm a contractor. Of course I use a fucking thing. And then it was like, it's weird because this isn't what I would not consider this a blue-cower job. But it kind of is a blue-cower job, at least to them. Um... I don't know how I feel about it, like, I'm thinking of that, like, this one guy, I was like, are these shoes okay? The thing said no white sneakers, and he's like, yeah, those are fine. He didn't even look at them. Was, he's like, I wear steel toes, and I'm like, they look brand fucking new. How long have you had them? And then he's going, like, he, I guarantee you he had them for years, and they look brand spanking new. And there was a guy, his actual son-in-law works there too, and I was working with him, and he's like, I wear steel toes because you never know when something's going to happen. One of these very light, hard-cornered shelves could fall on your foot, and you'll just fucking bleed out, man. I'm like, wow, this job sounds dangerous. Uh, yeah. And it's just like, I've been in scaffolds and rafters and hurricanes and cleaned up blood. And I, I, I didn't say any of that. I didn't want to do that, but whatever. But this is the perfect dumb job. 
And to summarize how it's the perfect dumb job, I, there's one of these guys, he kind of looks like an old friend of mine, but he talks like, uh, you know, like, I'm going to hug you and love you and squeeze you and squish you and, yeah, that kind of, but he's not. He's just like, I, you know, you really gotta stalk the shelf the correct way on the sheet, because otherwise... You're going to get in trouble. You know, and nobody wants that. I know I don't want that. It's like, okay, I will stock the shelf like on the sheet. And I'll go, boom, like on the sheet. You see how that picture of the OxyClean is facing me on the sheet? And how the actual OxyClean on the shelf is facing me, the stalker. Which means that it will be facing the potential client, which pays the bills correctly, like on the sheet. All that stuff. I don't know. Like, and then when I got there too, I got introduced to people and everything like that. And I was supposed to be put with the senior. There's someone banging something. There's supposed like the senior stocker merchandiser guy, the guy who's seen it. Listen, if it exists in a fucking Jewel Osco or a Sam's Club, I've put it on a shelf, let me tell you. You ever seen a six-pack of old duels on, this, on a temporary shelf next to cat litter? Because let me tell you, son, I've seen it. I stocked it. Like, okay, settle down. And I, they were like, <laughs> I can't even make this up. So they were going to have me with him today, and the guy goes, You're going to put me with the newbie? Not like that, but a little nicer. He's, he's just like, he's like, you know what I'm doing today, right? And they're like, yeah, brooms. He's like, yeah, you can't, <laughs> brooms. You can't put, bro, you can't put a new guy on brooms. What are you fucking, what are you, bananas? You want to fucking cause Armageddon? You want this whole fucking store to go down the drain? It's like, okay, we won't put him on brooms today to have him trained. It's like, all right, whatever, dude. So instead, I got I got put uh, on packing dog food and cat litter. And uh, let me tell you, when I was stocking all of that dog food and those dog treats, there was like ones that were just like salmon, filet mignon, butterscotch, sniffle creams was the flavor. And I was like, that sounds delicious. And I keep stocking all these things. It was just like peanut butter, banana, be Peanut butter and banana chocolate orgasm cum fart. And I was like, God, why are all these dog treats, they just sound so good. And by the end of it, I pretty much just realized that uh, I would eat dog food. And I think that we need to work together as a society to reduce the stigma of, re of eating dog food. You know who eats dog food? Uh, one, dogs, uh, famous people like Philip K. Dick, who was a schizophrenic and a drug addict, he ate dog food, uh, because he was so poor. Uh, I'm sure Dolly Parton ate dog food for poverty or something, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, this guy, I've eaten kibble before, and it's delicious, and I hate that. I fucking hate that, like, honestly, if they, you know how they put the dog on the bag where they're like, hey, I like this. It's like if they put like a, like a, like a young lad on the bag where it's like, hey, I like this. I would have been, I would buy it. I would fucking make a Captain Crunch looking human that 
would that's it's like kibble. It's for humans now. Like I would I would fucking buy it. I'm not even I'm not even lying. It tastes like a meaty crouton, and I'm totally for that. It's a good snack. It's easy to bring along. If you have canned options for the wet food, and you have you could put the kibble in a lunch baggie, as a little Ziploc baggie. You could put it in your breast pocket and pop one out like it's a mementos. All right, I was gonna let it slide earlier when he said dangerous instead of dangerous, uh, but now he said mementos instead of mentos, and I don't know, man, that's just too many. On the job site and go like, hey, you guys hungry? You need a snack? Sit down. Good. Everybody eat. You know what I mean? You could be like, you guys did a really good job today taking down those shelves and putting back those shelves and not crushing your little toesies on a can of dry food today. I don't <laughs> Good job not dropping a Swiffer brush on your foot and breaking it and now you have to do workman's cop. Here's, uh, here's, here's some kibble. Cop. Not cop. There's no cop here. But yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> I like the job. I do. I like it. The people I have here are either, uh, they don't give a shit that they have the job, like me. Uh, it's funny how I care zero fucks about this job, and I still am in the top percent of, like, the go-getters of the class. You know what I mean? There's people on there that are just like, you could fire me right now, and I would just go smoke a blunt, tell you to go fuck yourself, and keep stocking. Like, that's, <laughs> like, it, it's pretty, it's, uh, it's awesome. I'm not gonna lie, it's fucking awesome. Neck tattoos, hand tattoos, face tattoos, all of it. Cause it's overnight, so everyone's just like, yeah, look how you want. And it was funny how the dress code was just like, like they sent a brochure, they're like, you do not use your cell phone. You do not wear white sneakers. You have to wear khaki pants. You have to wear a belt. You need to wear the polo. People were wearing the polos and the shirts and stuff like that, but everything else, fucking non-existently enforced. Nothing. Nothing was enforced. All the shirts were baggy. Everybody was stoned. Not everybody. But there was people... The people that were stoned were just like, Hey, I'm really stoned, so don't yell at me. Because I don't fucking need it. Like, that kind of high. And it was like, I'm just stacking kibble, trying not to get the munchies, okay? There was one time a guy in front of the lead was pouring... He had a, he had a, a grocery bag. And he was pouring Funyuns... Uh, flaming Hot Cheetos and all kinds of chips and he was getting instruction and he was just pouring the bag not even looking at him all these chips and then he took the bag and like shuffled it loudly and like shook it around to mix up all the chips and he was like yeah I got you take all the dog food and put it in aisle 6 yeah uh huh he's like all like like wonky eyed like barely even listening he's like yeah i get it yeah we start with the bottom shelf take all the tags right you want them temporarily wrecked there yeah and he just starts eating and the lead is just he's like all right well go team and uh i'm gonna carry my fluffy ponytail ass out of here and that was uh that was a pretty cool thing to watch there and i was like i'm glad that this isn't my career choice you know, even though my, my career choice, it's like the same thing except like better. It's weird. It's weird watching somebody have like the same lateral job in a different industry and just be like, man, mine's so much better. Um, yeah, and then it was just like, and then that guy was on his phone and wore white sneakers the whole time. It was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, 
it's almost nine. Uh, let me see how long this pod was. This was a short ass pod. You guys got a whole 16 to 17 minutes with me. It's at 16 minutes right now. Uh, but I don't have too much to say. I'm going to smoke a cigarette and then get out of here. I just want to reinforce that we have uh, a fucking email, y'all. We got we got the email. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Did I tell you about the badass story that one of the guys did? Cause, so there's two people that work here. There's people that don't give a shit. There's three. There's people that don't give a shit. Me, who's here for why the fuck reason. And then dorks. Just straight up fucking dork. Don't want to be in trouble. Those guys, and they. I was stocking next to them. I was stocking cans of pad thai in uh, styrofoam cups. So they weren't canned. They were cups of pad thai noodles, dried, not ramen. This was some good shit, organic style. It was organic style pad thai ramen. That's what it was. So it was just expensive fucking ramen muncho noodles or whatever. And uh, one of them, I caught one of them literally smelling a bag of brown sugar that was like semi-open. And I, as a joke, go, did you just take a bump of that brown sugar? And they looked at me like, I, they're like, what do you mean a bump? I'm like, like fucking cocaine, you dorks. <laughs> and then they proceeded to tell us stories. It's like, oh, no, no, no. I was just seeing if it was good or bad and blah, blah. I was just seeing if, no. I was just seeing if it was good or bad. He's not retarded, by the way. I know I'm doing a little bit of retarded, like fucking JoJo Giant voice, but he's not retarded. Um... I don't mean that derogatorily, but you know, and then they go and tell me the stories like, dude, this one time, me and my friends, we were drinking, having a good old time, and we got crazy with Pop Rocks and Pixie Sticks, right? And I'm like, I, you fucking sniffed them, I get it, everybody fucking sniffed the Pop Rocks, and you fucking cut it up like you saw in the movies, and he goes, and then what we did was we poured it out. And we cut it up like how we saw in the movies. And then you sniffed them. And then you sniffed them and you probably got a sugar high. And then we sniffed them. And I'm not even kidding. We got all of us were really wired. Yep, you placebo affected yourself because you're a sheltered human being that sees the necessity to wear steel toes at a job like this when everybody else is just wearing raggedy ass gym shoes. Jeez, somebody's in a hurry, am I right? <laughs> Raggedy-ass gym shoes and fucking flip-flops. There's some there's people wearing flip-flops, so who gives a shit? It's like, chill out. Anyway, thanks for listening to the Bee-Wee's Better Podcast. I am your host, Bee-Wee. And if you want to send in anything in the mail to us uh, via digital mail... Uh, please go to bwepodcast at gmail.com. Special thanks to my executive producer, Chris Buttcrap, or Bongcrap, however you say his name. He's doing a super spectacular job of this. Uh, I couldn't have done it without him. So, yeah, guys, please uh, send emails, send compliments, send hate mail. Do it all. Anyway, have a good one, guys. What was that? I say the email at the end of every episode of his podcast, and he just did it anyway. In any case, did you guys hear those sirens in the background and assume that they were for Brennan? Because uh, the thought crossed my mind. If the thought crossed your mind, send him an email to the email that he said himself.
Zeewee's Better Podcast.